0: You awesome nerds, welcome to Pitch Slapped. My name's Kaylee Hillier and this is The Pitch Perfect Podcast. Because I am so obsessed with Pitch Perfect, I will talk about it all day and I try and cover a whole remit of Pitch Perfect stuff on this podcast including the actors and actresses, just random crazy stuff that we can find around Pitch Perfect and of course Some of your creations as we take a look at some fan fiction highlights. we got some really fluffy ones this uh, week. Just filled me with joy. It was fantastic. One of the main things that I did recently was take part in a Pitch Perfect quiz. That's right. I saw it advertised on Facebook. This was like a virtual quiz happening in the UK. And I was like, maybe. If they're doing a pitch perfect quiz, I really want to try this out. So I managed to find some people kind of in the right time zones, whether they were in the UK or very close to the UK, so that we could take part in this quiz and just kind of give it a go and see how we got on. It was a really fun night, I must admit. So I got the team together to record their experiences of taking part in this pitch perfect virtual quiz and you'll find out all about that but first of course let's take a look at our actor news Ah. so taking a look at our actor news matt lanter you might know him as chicago in pitch perfect you know Such a beloved character, I don't know what to say. (laughs) He stars in the new Netflix series Jupiter's Legacy. It's about a group of first-generation superheroes, and they pass the torch on to their children, and it's all about the drama of what happens there. And it's on Netflix for you guys to watch. Available now, I understand, in most places. looks kind of interesting, like a new take on the superhero genre. Also, Elizabeth Banks will be hosting another season of Press Your Luck on NBC, and that will be premiering on Wednesday, the 26th of May. And if you don't know what Press Your Luck is, apparently it's a game of wits, strategy and even higher stakes, as contestants try to avoid the iconic and devilish whammy for a chance At life-changing cash and prizes, during each game three contestants compete against each other answering questions to earn spins on the big board. Contestants then use their spins to win cash and prizes while trying to avoid the whammy who could take all their winnings and leave them with nothing. There you go. Sounds quite tense that one. In other news, Skylar Austin is preparing for the finale of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist and he has been doing a whole load of press around the season. He's been on TV Insider, on with Mario, which is on Star 106.1 and Entertainment Tonight, as well as a load of other ones as well. Just preparing for the end of this season of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. It looks like he's had a lot of fun doing that series, so I'm intrigued to see what happens next. Elsewhere, Falula Borg is preparing for the release of Suicide Squad, which he is in. And he was on Conan recently, talking about the up-and-coming role. And uh, apparently he doesn't even know what his superhero does, so I have no idea what's going on there. And finally, Ben Platt has been listed on the billing for the City music series which is taking a place across the summer on the Today Show and he is one of the artists who will be doing some live music for that show so although I'm not in the States hopefully across the magic of the internet and maybe YouTube be able to catch his performance when he does it we don't know when yet, we just know it's going to be in the summer sometime so watch this space That's our acting news for this week. It's time to find out how I got on taking part in a Pitch Perfect virtual quiz. I didn't know that Pitch Perfect could be big enough to host, like, a UK national quiz across the internet. It is, apparently, and they had a good load of teams there. There was about 32 teams in total, and... I am rubbish at quizzes, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to give this a go, and we managed through the magic of technology to pull a virtual team together, so it was quite a challenge, but well worth it. And I'll let you know how we got on next. (coughs) The other week I was on Facebook, and this little advert popped up on my screen, and it was for a pitch perfect online virtual quiz and I was sold at that point already I like dove into it and being the pitch perfect fan that I am I was like how difficult do we think this is gonna be like how doable is a pitch perfect quiz because I am not very good at quizzes anyway and this was like the only subject that I was like maybe I have a chance at doing something this was being held in the UK and it was an event by MB quizzes and I kind of was intrigued to take on the challenge so I put feelers out there and I found a number of people who were willing to give this a go so I wanted to introduce the group that became the team that entered this pitch perfect virtual quiz. So I have got G. Hi G.
1: Yep. Who, Hello. Is, who are you
2: on Tumblr? Uh ridiculously over obsessed. Fab. Uh, I've probably heard a you a number of times <laughs> on the
0: podcast. <laughs> they're always there. you go Bicata. Oh yes it's her again. Yeah. It's them again. <laughs> We've also got Debbie. Hi Debbie. Hi. And who are you on Tumblr? On Tumblr, I am
1: green-eyed weirdo.
3: Fantastic. And then we've got Ellie. Hi, Ellie. Hello. I will go ahead and say that I am Chloe Beale on Tumblr, before you ask. Thanks.
0: (laughs) 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 So between the four of us, we decided to embark on the challenge of having a go at this pitch perfect virtual quiz that happened literally over the weekend when i'd shown you what it was what were your first
2: thoughts like going into this i think i think it was me that like impulsively like went and bought the ticket i was like yes we're doing this i have decided we're all doing this we're all invested now i was like it's a pitch perfect quiz i've seen it a million times in like a week we'll be fine we can we can ace this quiz so you were like well confident i was i was like the most (laughs) confident i've ever been in a quiz ever
1: Yeah, me too. I was confident that we could do that, that we could win it.
2: There's like a £50 cash prize for winning this quiz. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. I got very competitive very quickly.
3: (laughs) Oh, I was like overly like confident about it. I was like, we're going to like crush everybody because we are fandom people. And like these people are going to be like casual fans that have seen it like once or twice and probably spelled Becca's name with like two C's. Yeah, maybe I was a little too confident.
0: <laughs> I did like the fact that we were actually like we're in the fandom. We've seen this film so many times; it is like our passion. I mean, all three of you write stuff on like Ao3 and whatever else, so like you've dove into the characters, and so like this was the moment you're going to put that knowledge to the test. This was our like time to shine for sure. Yes. <laughs> I'd also just like to point out, as we were like preparing to do this quiz, we had to come up with a team name yes. and and there was like a whole focus behind this team name. Does anybody want to like explain
2: how we came to this conclusion? We were just like, what are we going to call the team? And so it was like, but Chloe is endgame. And I was like, yes, <laughs> putting it on the sheet. It's on the sheet. I bought the ticket. We we are locked in.
3: It was so like it. such a good idea to use that name too, because the guy read it out so many times.
0: Yes. <laughs> do you think though that the guy knew what the Chloe was? Because he read it out
3: so many times. But do we think that he actually knew what the Chloe was? Uh, definitely not. Especially when that like one time, yeah, that one time when he like read it out and he was like, "Beck like I had no idea. But not a clue. <laughs> No, it's fine. We knew what it was. We knew what it was. was. Hopefully other people knew what it was because I'm guessing there were some like big fans there because we had some competition for sure. Yeah. I was
2: shook, like the level of competition. I was like, hang on a minute. Yeah. It was really serious.
0: like I was quite surprised, like how serious people were taking this quiz. Yeah. I was glad that we had like the Chloe representation.
3: Yeah, because he like asked he was like, what are um other people's like favorite characters? And people were like, Fat Amy, and there were like a bunch of like fat Amy like related names, like team names, and we're like, Why is nobody else but Chloe?
2: <laughs> I think we forget that like outside of like Tumblr, which is like really gay, no <laughs> like <laughs> the Chloe's not the big thing that it is inside Tumblr. Like everyone else likes other people and I'm like, Oh <laughs> I forget there are other characters in this sometimes. I can't remember like half of the team names but
0: they were, some of them were just like normal whatever the people wanted to call them, some of them were Pitch Perfect, related name, there were all sorts but we were the only B'Chloe
3: one so I feel like we were like B'Chloe represent. Exactly. We were winning from the start with that, like we were, (laughs) we just, we just won with that, it's behind. Exactly, should have walked
2: away (laughs) with the cash prize just for B'Chloe. We were educating the masses with B'Chloe
0: on the, the Pitch Perfect quiz. So G, you were the one exactly. who bought the admission and we kind of created this team around the Chloe's Endgame. You were the one who like saw how it all worked. So can you explain to people how did this virtual quiz actually like work?
2: I love how I have to explain the technical side of it where I have, I have no idea, I turned up and just <laughs> went with it. So like the quiz itself was on Zoom and they had like this little screen thing up. Sometimes there were like picture clues and stuff and you could see like the questions and things. There was an app that went with it that I cannot remember what it was called and I have since deleted but like on the app you'd tap in like the first letter of the character's name or the a b c or d or whatever the question wanted you to click to like fill in the answers it was quite well done for a zoom quiz I feel technically it was like as in like the, the actual tech of it was done quite well for a zoom quiz <laughs> the content of the zoom quiz is in an entirely different manner but oh my god the, the actual <laughs> we'll probably get to that later so essentially
0: you had zoom quiz and then you had your handset doing the answers yes. and yeah. i think i got the impression that it was mostly aimed at like people in their home as a team yeah we attempted to try and do it so that we were all on like a voice chat as this quiz was taking place and trying to Tell G the answers
2: so that they could tap the buttons on the answer. Yeah. How affected People that was! I like Chloe in my ear—it's it's Chloe, it's yeah. Chloe. And I clicked it three seconds ago when
3: <laughs> you showed We couldn't see the answers, though. like we and we we also couldn't see the questions, and there were a lot of like. Like visual ones too, where it was like, who is this or whatever? And obviously, G knew who everybody was, but <laughs> we don't kind of like sitting there, like, um,
0: <laughs> we, we really had to trust you. You're like, we don't know. Yeah. There's, there's uh, like a, a whole fund of trust on you, G, to uh, see us through to the end. I'm glad that we were able to get a team and it was an international team because like three of us are from the UK and then
3: Debbie, you're from the Netherlands. So it was yeah. all over. We were probably the only international team though. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, cool. That's true.
1: Yeah, and I mean it works because the time zones are quite similar. Just one hour, so it's better uh, to, yeah. to play with like people from the US or whatever.
0: I think one thing that I didn't realize until a bit later on in the quiz was the fact that it was like a quick fire thing. You got more points yeah. the quicker you answered. And I don't, yes. think, I don't know if you realized that, I didn't realize it until about halfway through and we were
2: like, oh wait, we have to like I was- press the button real fast. Sometimes you guys like taking ages to answer the question. I'm like, guys, this is... I'm sat there, like, I've already clicked it, like, 10 minutes ago. And I'm like, I'm not saying anything. Because, like, in case I've got it wrong, I don't want them to yell at me. But, like, this is timed. And I I feel like I've not explained that. And then I was like, I should explain this. And they never did.
3: We were yelling at you anyway. whenever well, like, an true. True. like him, it was like, Chloe, Chloe, <laughs> Chloe!
2: <laughs> Especially by the end, when I was screaming in my ear. And I'm like, I'm going to go deaf, guys. Yeah. So... Are you any
0: good at quizzes anyway, like general knowledge or anything, or is it just like pitch perfect quizzes that you like feel like you'd be good at? Oh,
3: I'm not good at anything. I'm it's not good at so any rude. quizzes. I feel like pitch perfect was like my one and only place where I could have shone.
2: <laughs> I know loads of like weird and random facts until someone asks me for those like weird and random facts and like trivia and things, and then it all goes out of my head, like I've never known anything in my
3: entire life, and I'm like, what is my name? <laughs> I'm so glad the guy could like not hear us. It was like just him speaking. And then like everybody that was in the quiz was like muted because we were all just like screaming at each other. <laughs> and at him. He <laughs> was gonna say at, each other, at him. Every time he like spoke about anything, we're like, do the next question, get with the
2: quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I go very moniker in this kind of setting though. Like, I am definitely a
1: moniker. <laughs> it's yeah. just like I was like, we can- I am fueled, we're gonna do this. I mean, I'm okay with quizzes. I like quizzes. So I'm kind of the same as what G said. Like sometimes you like with the pressures on I forget everything I ever knew, but I also get really competitive. So yeah, I'm, I'm okay with quizzes. <laughs> to be fair, I felt like you were like the cool, calm and collected one through my. I'm usually, I'm <laughs> like, I can handle stress. Like you need me in a stressful situation. You need me because I can like keep, really my, keep my head on straight. We're all just frantically shouting and the Debbie's like, this is the answer. Debbie
2: Caldwell totally answers everyone else is screaming at me and I'm
1: just like, guys. Until G doesn't hear me then I'm going to keep screaming.
3: (laughs) Yeah. There was a lot of that of like G not hearing and then afterwards we would get the question wrong and we would be like, oh my God, we said that and she's like, i didn't hear <laughs> i was looking
2: kind of deaf and i had the noise of the quiz going on i couldn't turn them down i couldn't figure out how to and you guys were turned so all the on you
3: and i was, was like too. there's
2: too much noise going on it's a lot of pressure why did i decide to be the nominated person for this this was not a good idea in hindsight <laughs> somebody else should have be been in charge
1: maybe i should have been in charge then i feel like you
3: should have been in charge the cool calm one should have been in charge definitely not me i was yelling too much yeah well somebody else's laptop might not have died in the middle of a round as well that might you know oh my gosh yeah i forgot about that
0: i think that's the thing though so we like we had so many different people that made up our team that we kind of you know we had the cool calm and collected ones g was putting it all together i don't know what i contributed but i was there and uh, people screaming at the camera so uh between the, th- the four of us, we at least got somewhere in this like quick fire quiz. I mean, everything was against us in the feather we weren't in the same room. We had to rely on just like as quick as we could. So it was interesting like getting involved, but I definitely had a good time. It was like a lot of fun and it was well tense <laughs> getting into it. Yeah. I had to like calm down after doing it
2: because it was just like full on for like two hours. Yeah, I had, like, I had my hoodie on and things. It's quite cool in my room. So I started my hoodie on like half the this, this quiz. I was like, I have to take this off. I am too hot. <laughs> <well." laughs> the stress of this is getting to me.
0: And then we jumped on. And I must admit, from the first moment of jumping onto the quiz, they had the Pitch Perfect music playing. I think I remember them um, playing like Cake by the Ocean or something. And it was like, yes i'm ready for this like the chloe's end game is here yeah
3: <laughs> we are here to yeah show you how much knowledge none of you know exactly <laughs> no they were they literally like played like the soundtrack because they were playing the um christmas ones as well the like jessica and ashley yeah. songs and stuff too Nothing else, I just enjoyed like chilling to some Pitch Perfect
0: music and gee, you were saying that you could see people on the Zoom like bopping away and like getting oh, into yeah. it. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah there were a couple of people with their videos on and I was like I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> no no, because you just about to see me like screaming at people and there being nobody here and it was very weird. No there were a couple of people that were like really getting into it and I was like you know what babes, good for you. That was I definitely also me. Bopping, but like behind <laughs> this profile picture yeah, you yeah, even I gave was, us a Chloe picture for the moment. Of course. I was committed. What I thought
0: was amazing is that the guy came on to do the quiz and it was like him and his like co-host. So it was Wes and Sam. It was this guy and this girl. And immediately I was like, oh my word, they're doing a pitch perfect quiz with John and
3: Gail. I am so sad that they did not just introduce themselves as John and Gail. Like that is <laughs> absolutely what they should have done.
2: He absolutely <laughs> should have done that. I would have like adopted that facade for the night. I would have been like, we're John yeah. and Gale. It would have been cool though, if they'd actually
0: done
3: it as if they were John and Gale. Yeah, but you could kind of tell that that guy had never seen Pitch Perfect in his life. <laughs> <laughs> like not he was ever. giving it his all, but he'd never seen Pitch Perfect ever. He did not know who John and Gale were.
2: <laughs> they tried and like, you could tell that like, some of them had looked up some trivia and stuff and like they tried, they'd really, really tried to like commit to this Pitch Perfect thing. Because I think they'd done the quiz as well and it was kind of like, oh, that's sweet. Until you got into the quiz and it's like, oh, no, it's not. This is not (laughs) sweet. I was quite surprised when I first saw it because I
0: love Pitch Perfect and obviously there's three movies, but I never thought that they would actually get to the level of doing a quiz night. Like there were 32 teams in this virtual quiz taking part there. I didn't think that they could get that many to do it in the first place, so I was quite shocked that like they could even run a pitch perfect quiz.
3: Yeah, I thought we were going to get there, and it would be like us and maybe like three other teams. Like it would just be like <laughs> a few of us. It'd be really low key. But no, there was some like diehard fans there.
0: I'd be so intrigued to know if there are any other fandom people that did the quiz.
3: Honestly, would you, like going into the podcast, like we did that too, and I'm just like. <laughs> I feel like if it They were the been, team that beat us. I'm so mad. So mad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like if it had been like a bunch of fandom people, it would have been so much more tense. Oh than god. What yeah. We yeah. were at the end of that.
1: That would have <laughs> been like the hunger games of Pitch Perfect Quiz.
0: Can you imagine? <laughs> the massacre. So we dove into the quiz, and the way they did it was like we had Pitch Perfect one, Pitch Perfect Two, and then Pitch Perfect Three, and that's kind of how yes. they broke it up. A lot of the questions I kind of were expecting, it was kind of like, who's Becca's roommate? And what was the song sung at auditions? And we were all just like, got this one. This is easy.
3: We are sold. Which DJ was in the third movie? (laughs) Yeah, but Pitch Perfect 3 is the worst. And also, like, when people were like, is it going to be like the whole trilogy? Like, are you doing like Pitch Perfect 3? Because Pitch Perfect 3 is awful and I've like only seen it once or something, and we're like, it's okay, we've got this, we've got this. And then we did really cloy back in Pitch Perfect 3 round, to be we fair. We really did.
2: <laughs> yeah. That was our
3: moment. Yeah.
0: As we're going through the questions, we started off in Pitch Perfect 1. Like, it was all going really well. Questions <laughs> like, Chloe announced that she had a medical condition. What was it? Who's good at horizontal running? And then there was this one question that I think suddenly it was like, actually, they don't know what they're talking about. And the question was, <laughs> what year was Barden founded? <gasps>
1: oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, I, <gotta laughs> say. I'm I could see
2: it came <laughs> madder and madder again. And I was like, oh, my God, we're here we go again. People, brace <laughs> yourselves. So we, we yeah, thought we had this. We were so ready. set.
3: Yeah, because Carter like literally sent us a picture of a like a Baden uni- University shirt like the day before the quiz and yeah. it had like the year that it was founded on it yeah. and we were all just like, yeah, yeah, we, we know this. And <laughs> we like put that on the with our whole chest and then suddenly it was like, no, that's wrong. It's like, excuse me.
0: <laughs> what year did they say that it was?
2: 1955 is when they said it
0: yeah. <laughs> I really want to know where they got 1955 from i have no idea it's
3: literally like on the website like it literally says founded in 1907 and that's on the like you know they have the like little wikis for everything so they have the pitch perfect wiki and whatever and it's literally on there so surely if you're gonna get your answers from anywhere for like a quiz that's where you're gonna get it from we were all like wait have we got this wrong like what is happening
0: like we were like second guessing like i'm pretty sure it's 1907 What is happening? And there's like a little chat bar on the side where people are like talking all the teams are chatting and they're all kicking off over this question (laughs)
2: like, uh, no. Me like, (laughs) me like, (laughs) but the t-shirts all say 1907 and then like the chat like blew up and I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I feel
3: better now. Yeah. So they corrected themselves at least then. They were like, okay, everybody that said 19 out of 7, you can have it. And it's like, yes, we can have it because we are right. (laughs)
2: Exactly. You can have it. Oh, that's very generous of you to give us the right answer.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Thinking of the Um, other thing that I'm sure you're going to bring up eventually anyway. There's a number of them, so
0: we're going to keep going. uh, Because, like, we all think we know the movies pretty well. I was expecting them to Mm. go into riff off questions but I don't think I quite appreciated how much riff off questions they were going to do because I suppose for for Um. most people that's where you're going to trip up is how well do you know the pitch
3: perfect riff-offs that was like difficult it was literally stuff like which category comes before whichever category they said and it was like geez, now i've got to go through like the entire like riff off like i'm pretty sure on the break we like went and ran to watch the riff off thing like we need to be prepared for the next movie <laughs> we need to be prepared for the next round debbie dropping like the order of the riff off into the chat like hey guys i dropped it off
0: <laughs>
2: yeah debbie you were literally yeah, like, was, like researching as this
0: was going on at one point just like i have got the order of the riff yeah. off
1: yeah, for just in preparation of uh, the same question or um, a similar question f- about Pitch Perfect 3, I was like, I'm just gonna look it up now and we have it ready. Yeah,
3: it paid <laughs> off too.
1: <This laughs> was like one of one of the questions was like the, the order of the songs in the riff off. And that's just something that you need to think about. You can't just yeah. click. Yeah. So I just decided to look it up <laughs> oh, before. <laughs> thank God <goodness. before> we,
3: <laughs> we did.
0: The first one they did, it was like put the riff off songs in order and did you have to like tap yeah. six times and like put the songs in the right order?
2: Yeah, it had all the songs from ladies of the 80s and then the first two from songs about sex and you had to put them all like in order from first to last and it was like, I really hope I remember the order of this! <laughs> Because that's really tricky because like
0: I was there going like singing it yeah. in my head because I know the song and I, but yeah. that's like too slow like you need to like just get it and like put it in and I was like oh man I never even thought about like the song order.
1: Also <laughs> including the songs of the um, other teams I mean we focus mainly on Bella's songs but a quiz like that includes songs of the BU harmonics and stuff which we don't really care about.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there was the question, like, what uh, song that eliminated contestants in the first round of the riff-off? Yeah. And I was like, I don't remember what that song's called.
3: yeah and like in what order were the um different groups like eliminated from like first to last and stuff yeah. i think that was like pitch perfect two or four yeah
2: and they got it wrong as well so i'm sort of like no my order is right you are
3: wrong yeah <laughs> please stop giving us the wrong answers yeah we also did watch not- the films yeah like we did not get these wrong and we were like just complaining because we were wrong like we were actually right and we had to like tell them that they were wrong and they had to check <laughs> and realize yes we were wrong you are right
0: <laughs> i don't know yeah, how they did it, exactly. but they must have had. somebody off during the quiz to double check this because they would like go and research things that people were saying were wrong and then be like oh actually you guys are right.
1: Do they actually end up correcting themselves on the answers though?
2: Yeah.
0: Most of them they did, yeah. They like gave points back to teams. And we were doing so well in the like the pitch perfect one part of the quiz it was going so well and then we had a technical difficulty.
3: (laughs) I'm still yeah. so mad. We were all just like shouting the answers and then suddenly it all went quiet. Like the screen went off and we're all just like, hmm, where is G? <laughs> what happened? And then we got this message like two minutes later after we're all just sat there like, what's going on? And is like, my laptop died. <laughs> right.
2: There was no reason for it to die. My laptop is never not plugged in. Okay. It is constantly plugged in because the battery life on it isn't great. So it's always on charge. It's always plugged in. The fans are always on underneath on the cooling to stop it from overheating and turning itself off that way. I genuinely do not understand what happened. And then my laptop went, oh, we're not doing this anymore. and turned itself off like that. I was sort of like, no. <laughs> and then I kept clicking the power button and it wouldn't turn back on again. And I was like,
3: what is happening? Yeah, but you at least still had it up like on your phone. So you could oh, still yeah. like do the answers, but you couldn't actually see the questions. I think. Exactly. So you <laughs> were just <laughs> having to like guess the answer. You <laughs> could see the answers, language. but you
0: couldn't see what the question
2: was. Is that right? No, I could see the question. I couldn't, like they did around on um, the, uh, the Cups music video and there was like, which of these things were on the wall in the restaurant? And I couldn't see the things that may or may not have been on the wall. And I was like, I don't know.
3: I can't see them. <laughs> so I was like clicking random letters, hoping they're like, one of them might be right. <laughs> Yeah, like the first question from the cups thing wasn't that something like, "What color were the cups on the first table when she goes out into the restaurant?" Like, I would never have thought to like look exactly. at that in the video. But yeah, that was like the first question, so I was they were asking Emma Kendrick exactly. <laughs> So
0: there's like a whole round that we just lost. We don't know what happened because we weren't there. So that kind of knocked us right back to 18th place. So we were doing like, great. And then Sonny, we're now in 18th place. And it was like, we have now got to claw this thing back because we have no idea what's going on. And then they did this cup song quiz, or this part of the quiz that was the cup song, which apparently they showed the music video. And then you had to answer questions on the cup song which was i think i thought was actually quite clever because yeah it's a pitch perfect quiz yeah and let's just throw off everybody by putting the cup song in it just like level the playing field a little bit with uh, with this one but like you said ellie there was like yeah. you had to watch it and say things that were in the video
3: yeah and we obviously couldn't see the screen like we could have pulled like the video up i guess but we couldn't see like the actual video like g could. I'm assuming Debbie it was, put, pulled the yeah. video up because she's I pointing to herself video. right now. Yeah. <laughs> and like, somewhere
1: in the beginning of the video, there are like postcards on the wall. In my head, I was like, he's going to ask what postcards are in the wall. So I will never, ever forget that the postcards are Paris, Scotland and North Carolina. Because I was <laughs> like oh. repeating them in my head just in case. That Amazing. must have been the question of which of these
2: were on the wall. That must have been what it was about. I was oh, like, yeah. I don't even know what oh, it oh, is
3: Oh, you feel moment? like so smart watching oh. <laughs> this. While well, me and Kaylee were just like staring down at our Anna Kendrick shirts, like we'll get through it. We'll get through this. On
1: her. <laughs> even <laughs> more annoying now to know that afterwards that I was. I know. Keep <laughs> <I'm only> repeating <for laughs> that in my head. It just occurred to me when you said that, I was like, oh my God, that was some of the things on the wall they were talking about. I just knew he was going to ask it. I just knew it. (laughs) You were right. Unfortunately, I couldn't see it to answer it correctly. No, I uh, will
3: never forget. It's an educational quiz. (laughs)
1: Yes. Clearly, (laughs) when
0: you take a pitch perfect quiz, you also need to watch the Cup song.
3: Uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Because one of the
2: questions was how do you do the 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 cup thing and i was like i don't know i've never i was
0: like I doing am not the, the clapping
1: question
2: yeah how many times did he clap
0: in the toll of like oh, the my first- no you- it was so the question I, was how many times does she tap the table during yeah. the cup song yeah. and you
1: were like oh i don't know i entered five and i was like no it's four it's four <laughs> No, I tried to count it out and I, miss, I and put an extra one in. Like afterwards you were like, oh, I didn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, could, I could hear like
2: something in the back of like, and I was like, what is that? And with me.
0: Did it make you want to just go home and make sure you learned the cup song properly? Because I, I felt ashamed that I can't like I learned how to do the cup song in like 2012. And then I haven't
3: done it for years. And I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah,
1: same. I knew how to do it once, but I can't anymore.
3: I'm going to teach you all the cup song. Yes.
2: I'm not coordinated in the slightest. Like, I'm vaguely musical, but I'm not coordinated in the slightest. I tried to learn the cup song in 2012. It did not go well. (laughs) I broke cups trying to learn the cup song okay I was like never again <laughs>
3: this is why you use a plastic cup
2: <laughs> a I broke... plastic cup <laughs> you clearly do underestimate my ability to break a plastic cup like mm. I broke plastic cups Ellie
0: also then that means you'll be prepared for when they ask you to put the cup song uh, in order of uh, moves true. as well because that was another one
3: <laughs> in, case is... yeah. yeah. <laughs> in case it ever
0: comes up again Yeah. in case it ever comes up again yeah We got to the point where you clawed it back to 12th place after a few more questions. We were like, we were coming back from dropping so far down. And then we were like, okay, guys, we have got to make this count. That was when I think I was realizing that this was like a quick fire. You've got to tap this as quickly as you can type of thing. And so it went into
3: a quotes round. Oh, that is Good where we clawed our way back. Yeah. Like especially because the first like three quotes were like the Chloe quotes. <laughs> yeah,
2: like the first one right out of the gate was, um. I wish I'd done more experimenting in college. We were all like, Chloe!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Poor G! Because what they'll do is they'll explain the question, they'll ask the question, and then they'll. I'm assuming they show the images and then they'll wait until the answers come up on the phone. So you're like poised getting ready to press the button and we're all just shouting at G like, Chloe, 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 Chloe! and I
2: mean, you. I don't envy you in the slightest <laughs> G because the pressure was all on you. <laughs> it really was. You have not lived until you try to do a Pitch Perfect quiz with Pitch Perfect, like diehard Pitch Perfect fans screaming in your ear. <laughs>
3: It, From it three was... separate places too, like all three of us <laughs> screaming, like answers over and over. you like, I've already pressed it! <laughs> <laughs> I can't click it anymore more than I already have! No, but that was awesome though, that round, because like we got to pick like a song beforehand, which was supposed to be like your buzzer song. So we yes. picked the only Pitch Perfect song we could find, which was, I don't actually know what it was called, but like Ride you turn around, the be right round thing. No, no, it was the, oh, no, yeah, the right in, round Yeah. Web. Yeah. yeah and then every time that would like come on we were so excited because if that started playing it meant we'd got the answer right before anybody else and every time that played yeah every time that played we were all just like jamming out but then there was somebody with um i don't remember the song now but that other song yeah another one might suggest they were like our competition in that round and whenever their song would come up we were like no (laughs) (laughs) like the
2: fury that's in my ears and i was like guys i can't stop the music like I was clicking as fast as I could, I am only human. I did like that though, because
0: in that round as well, they announced the top three to get the answer right. And so the amount of times that the, uh, the MCs had to say, but Chloe is end game was
3: amazing yes yeah because I'm pretty sure we were like for most of that round we were like number one but like yeah. I'm pretty sure we were at least in top three for that like entire round so it was like yeah. every single time they had to read out the clothes end game <laughs> yeah <was> just like <laughs> yes they are
0: <laughs> so the first one was one of my biggest regrets is I didn't do enough experimenting in college and then it was your sm- sweat smells like cinnamon which was Becca and then um you're, you seem so tense so you need a back rub
2: and we were just like, <laughs> yeah. sorted. If you're yeah. going to pick iconic Chloe moments, we're going to win. Like,
3: Yeah. Although wasn't the cinnamon one, wasn't that like, it was like, Becca said this line and it was like, your, sm- your, sm- yeah. your sweat smells like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you had you to, like, to like fill like, in the blank. the first letter of the name. And yeah, I was like, I just don't like
2: I have to type all of this because like, I would definitely spell cinnamon wrong. Yeah. <laughs> And this kept going for a
0: little while until they got to a uh, question, which was, I keep a blank under my tongue. <gasps> Debbie,
3: do you, wanna, like, oh, do you, Debbie you want to tell us what happened again. in this moment? Because
1: she was <laughs> so annoyed. <laughs> I knew exactly the moment the question was asked. I knew exactly when it was said, where it was said, what's the scene. I, I just know that scene. So Lily keeps a penny under her tongue. <laughs> but they said it was wrong. And I, I was yelling at G, like legit yelling. I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not like like we said. I'm pretty chill, so I'm not <laughs> yelling, and I, I'm not streaming during this quiz. But at this point, <laughs> I'm yelling because I know this. Penny, it's Penny. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm sorry. And then they said it was wrong
3: everybody in the chat though when they said it was wrong everybody was like no it's definitely penny it's definitely penny. yeah and then somebody was like it can't be penny because they're american and it's like americans say penny yeah. <laughs> so,
1: <yeah. laughs> americans still have pennies they said that yeah. the correct answer was quarter yeah, yeah which is wrong which is wrong i'm still yeah. i'm still well, mad about <laughs> That is even
2: the wrong answer I was thinking of that we still have to do for this round. Oh gosh. So so I don't
0: actually think they changed that one, I don't think they checked that one, I think that was the one wrong one that they did. No, they didn't. Correct.
2: Mad about it. We were were Robbed. Yeah. Robbed. (laughs) Next time we do one we're just going to be Chloe, we were robbed. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Like, no. you've watched
2: these movies however many times, and, like... <laughs> Debbie's like, no, it doesn't. It does not make me question it. I know that has like, I was like questioning for a minute. I was fully confident in my capability. <laughs> but it really does, though, because the guys are like, oh, no, that's wrong, and you're like... But like, for ah! me, like, of...
3: You don't know the difference between Stacey and Chloe. Don't, don't even try. start with that. I'm still not up at that. That's as bad as the 19 should, should we go there next?
2: <laughs> should we just
0: go there next? Because that is the next one is a few questions later. Yeah. After getting the Penny one wrong. Yes. And so us bad. questioning <laughs> that line, which is not like the biggest mm. Lily line, but, you know, it's a good Lily line. And, and I think that was a good one for them to pick. Yeah. They then asked this question. Who said this? I will do whatever it takes to get us back to the top. And what did they? It takes. What was the problem with this yeah. question, G? Because everybody was freaking out in the chat about this question.
2: Right on the for some of these questions, they'd be like, "Who said like this quote?" So like, uh, I'll do whoever it takes to get to the, get us back on the top. And like, it gives you like four pictures of the characters. So it was like, um, Becca, Amy. Aubrey and then where well, I assume Stacy should have been there was a picture
3: of Chloe and I was like, none of these people, none of these people <laughs> said that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so we were like, we can't press any of them because it was none of them. And we're like yelling, like even though the people in the game like can't hear us, we're just like yelling. <laughs> and then but fortunately everybody like was in the chat then like it's Stacy, it's Stacy. Yeah. The correct answer is not there, it's Stacy. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're all sort of like, it's
2: Stacy, you idiots.
3: <laughs> yeah. So that's why Kaylee then like tweeted a picture of like, was it, (laughs) was it Stacey? And it was like, look, everybody is Chloe B or or, like the other way around. It was like, Chloe, I'm like, look, everybody is Stacey. (laughs) Because they genuinely like
0: put the answer down as it being Chloe. So like, it was like, how, how did you, how
3: did this happen? Yeah. And they'd also, they also weren't reading the chat, obviously, because when the like timer was done for that question he was like really like confidently like oh nobody got that right it was Chloe and we were all just like excuse me (laughs) (laughs) how
2: dare you it was not Chloe Chloe was too
3: busy freaking out and doing an Aubrey okay we know Chloe Beale. I am Chloe Beale on tumblr.com <laughs> Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Exactly. I know. She is my URL. <laughs> so that was that was very annoying. That was just as annoying as the founded in nineteen fifty five or whatever it was. Exactly. Oh, what was worse? You do a pitch perfect quiz. Know the No, so- you oh. know your subject area, mom the founded thing was general. worse. I don't know why, but the founded thing was worse. I think it was because it was the first thing. And then that just like stuck in my head for the entire like game. Every time we got an answer right, it was clouded by the fact that we'd gotten this founded thing <laughs> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't celebrate because I was too upset about that. What was worse as well is the fact
0: that Barden is written all all over the place. It's not like it was just like, oh, you got a character on you. It was a few years out. No, this was like a good, like, almost 50 years difference. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, is it worse that poor Chloe got mistaken for being Stacey Conrad or that they forgot Stacey Conrad existed?
3: <laughs> I have no idea. I feel like it's sad that they forgot about Stacey. I feel like Chloe would have been like... She would have been very like proud to have somebody who would have thought she was Stacy. She's like, yeah, this really pretty. Like, exactly. <laughs> it's kind like, like Stacy. You, you can think i Stacy, that's fine. <laughs> the fact that they forgot Stacy is like just nasty. The strawberry shippers out there were robbed with them <laughs> thinking Stacy like no longer exists.
0: Yeah, it was a sad moment for poor Stacy comrade. We got through the quotes bit and we clawed it back to fourth place. Like we'd gone from 18 yeah, we did. all the way back to fourth place. So we're like, we're, we're yes. getting, we're getting close now. Like we're getting there. And then they go back into the questions. There were some good questions though. Cause I think we're all quite confident that we know Pitch Perfect really well. Yeah. So like, it's quite interesting. Like one of the questions was, which is not a member of the Green Bay Packers? I, <laughs> I'm i not going
3: to do that. Oh. We're all, like, none of us are American, for one thing. I'm assuming they're American, I don't know. But none of us are, and we're all like, we're not sports fans. We're not American. We do not know the answer to this question. I'm pretty sure we got it right, though.
2: (laughs) We got one of them, because one of the options, they gave you a list of four people, and there was, like, it was a multiple, I want to say click. And one of the answers that you could click was Skylar Aston. I was like, well, I know he definitely wasn't a Green Bay Packer.
3: Yeah. (laughs) He's definitely not. The rest of them, I have no idea. That just made me think the Skylarson thing, one of the like earlier questions was like, What is Jesse's last name? I feel like if it wasn't for like fandom and like fix and stuff, I probably wouldn't have known that. Like I wouldn't have known it from the movies. So it was like I actually knew it was just from like fandom. So I feel like yeah. that actually really helped with a lot of the questions. Yeah. Like if I just watched the movies, I would have had no idea what Jesse's last name was. Like, did they even say it?
2: I literally just used it in a fic like an hour before and I was like, Yay! <laughs>
3: Yeah, well, no, it's was, like they don't ever say, like, Chloe's last name in the movies. I'm pretty sure that was, like, a... Wasn't that, like, a K-Cannon tweet oh, or something? Yeah. It was, like... I'm assuming it was, like, a long, long time ago, because um, I think oh, yeah. Chloe's been Beale for, like, a long time, but I'm pretty sure they don't actually say her name in the movies, and I'm sure they don't say Jesse's last name. I could be wrong. I don't pay attention to Jesse, but... Oh, no.
2: Now we're going to have to watch the movies all over again. <laughs> no, torture. <laughs> <laughs> when torture? <laughs> was <it>?
0: she <laughs> said, Yeah. Another question that caused quite controversy in the quiz was in the second movie, which venue are they in at the beginning of the movie? Which it seemed like people were torn on this one.
1: Because yeah. people were wrong. They were very wrong. The performance at the beginning of Pittsburgh 2 is Kennedy Center. Yeah. yeah. And the Pittsburgh 1 ends in Lincoln Center.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So they and they were all like. A lot of people mixed yeah. it up. Yeah, but a lot of people were like no, but can't you have like either of them because isn't it like Lincoln Kennedy Center and we're like no. It <laughs> no. It's <laughs> And like the quiz host people were just like, yeah, we'll look into it. Like you will not look into it. There's nothing to look into. They're two separate places. <laughs> people are wrong. Like on this occasion, these
2: people are actually wrong. Yeah. You think they were just a bit nervous at this point. Be like, we've got a number of these wrong. We better just
3: double check. <laughs> <Yeah. their laughs> <own. laughs> yeah, Anytime anybody said record. they were wrong, be like, yeah, we'll, we'll go check.
1: <laughs> Maybe they didn't expect out. to have like actual Pitch Perfect fans for the quiz. Here we must double check all this because they know better than us.
3: You would think that because it was literally for money they would have had to like really plan it out properly. Watch a
1: film.
0: Maybe they had little guy on the side like quickly like <laughs> chucking up movies like check, trying to get
2: there and check. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then another one that caught a lot of people off guard was which real life a cappella group is in Pitch Perfect 2. We almost pressed the
2: wrong answer for that one. Well, no, yes. we didn't, because the, you had both pentatonics. Pent- thank you. Oh, I can't say it. <laughs> I can't say it. That's, and you, the harmonics were also in it. So if you'd have clicked P either way, you'd have been fine. But yeah. I just clicked it thinking it was the wrong P. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, and then, oh, no, we're fine. It's yeah. the same letter.
3: <laughs> we're okay. But yeah, that seemed to throw a lot of people...
2: Yeah, because it was like which Grammy award-winning acapella group was in Pitch Perfect two? And I was like, Philharmonics, because hmm. <laughs> it's the only one I can never remember. We got it
0: right anyway, so it was good. It was good. yeah, <laughs> all fine. Just shouting <laughs> pentatonic. Two groups beginning with P. And then we dove into Pitch Perfect three, and this was like our moment to like really get it back. We're in the home straight now. This is it. This is like where it's gonna go big. I feel like we did really good with the pitch perfect three ones. I mean, there were ones that like caught me off guard, like name the we song did. that Fat Amy's dad sings on stage. I couldn't think of that one at all when that question came up. Yeah, yes,
3: yeah, G knew that one. Though. I did. G knew that like right off the bat. I did. Like we were, we were really good with that. But I would have had no idea if like I was doing that on my own. I would have not had a clue what Amy's dad sang. I normally like fast forward through that part just so I can like go to like. Oh, you're grabbing Becca's booth. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I mean, we, we all know exactly which bit are skipping to. Yeah. There is no
2: illusion over, like, which bit are skipping to, we you're skipping by Amy. It's one of my favourite songs, and John Lithgow is actually one of my favourite actors as well, so it's one of those ones that stuck in my head, and I was like, I know this one!
3: Yeah. This is why we needed right a team, like... rather than just one person, because we all had, like, our little bits that we knew. Exactly. And then the ones we didn't know, G just weirdly knew them like that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: one question that did throw me off, though, was... A truth or false question, which was the Bellas do not win a riff-off in any film. And I was like, like pitch perfect three, are we saying that's technically a loss? Because Aubrey says that they all cheated for using instruments.
3: So like, I don't know. That is very true. I never thought of that. <laughs>
1: But no, yeah, they definitely but, like, do not
3: ever win. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, later on, when Becca's talking to Tio, she says, We never win. So, yeah. yeah. We need to start challenging people to these things because we never win.
3: <laughs> yeah. And there's also like that interview that like Kendrick did with uh, Justine Timberlake, like a trolls one. And they were talking mm-hmm. about like who would win and like a riff off or whatever. And Kendrick was like yeah the Bellas like never win just so. <laughs> like all oh, Bellas how many times has DJ Khaled said in uh, the movie I feel like somebody actually got that right as well like not yeah. us but somebody <laughs> got <us>. that <laughs> maybe like 10 we got like 8, <laughs> <laughs> we put, like, eight yeah. and
2: it turned out to be like 80 yeah and it was like <laughs> 35 and I was like that is
0: too many times. Yeah. See, that is one question I would never have thought of them asking, was how many times was DJ yeah. Khaled's name said in Pitch Perfect 3? And apparently it's We're 30, 35 times. Who would not have there and counted it? I have no idea, <laughs> but like... If that's what you're focusing it. on in Pitch
2: Perfect 3, you're watching it for the wrong reasons. One of the
0: ones that really like, I think, shocked everybody, and it wasn't necessarily the question, but it was what happened after the question. One of the questions was, name the commentator's John and blank. Which is, of course, scale, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you see, like, in between some of the questions, the MC will, like, give you a little bit of trivia knowledge on some of the stuff. So I feel like Ellie should maybe tell us what happens
2: because she, she <laughs> oh,
0: genuinely no. got upset
3: at this moment. <laughs> so this is not even going to make any sense to, like, most people because it's just, like, a really, like, British soap called Coronation Street. It's very northern British soap at that. And... <laughs>
2: I don't believe we're talking about Cory on a pitch podcast. I
3: can't podcast. believe you see that, but we are. <laughs> anyway, so the, so the like, host guy was like talking about Elizabeth Banks and how she wrote the movies or something. We're like, well, she didn't, but okay. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, and he was like, also, did you know she was actually in an episode of Coronation Street? And we're just like, what so we like (laughs) yeah. so we like looked it up and i was like dude she literally was in an episode of so i'm like googling it and everything it turned out it was like this other like really like random british elizabeth bangs (laughs) that has nothing to do with (laughs) so we were really under the belief for like a solid like two minutes the fact that elizabeth bangs was in a british soap and the guy who was doing Ooh, the quiz cool. he believed it, and I assume he still believes it to this day. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks was in Coronation Street. And no, we just not. have not been over that. We have, not, we have not gotten over that since. And I'm pretty sure we are never going to get over that. No. She, in fact, went and like researched the British <laughs> Elizabeth Banks for hours. You cannot find a photo of this woman anywhere. It's like, does she even look like the American
2: one? And it's like, I don't know because I cannot find her anywhere. No, conspiracy Other theory. What off you chance that she's listening to this? If you are the British Elizabeth Banks, <laughs> can we please have a photo for scientific purposes?
3: <laughs> yeah, no. My conspiracy theory is that it is actually Elizabeth Banks, the American one. <laughs> And she just <laughs> wanted to be, under, she to be low key, and she didn't want anybody to find her. So she just came to England and acted in a bunch of like Northern so
2: I was looking at, at the British ones IMDb. She was in like things like um, *The Bill* and uh, things like that. And I was like, this could not get more British if you tried. What are you doing? amazing yeah, have, like London's Burning which hasn't been on for years but he's also a very British drama and it was like yeah.
3: this is what is happening yeah so honestly none of this is going to make sense to like a lot of people listening to this but honestly it was like it oh. threw us <laughs> well like like you said the guy was completely serious like he yeah. was ju- and yeah. he
0: kind of quite chuffed that he knew this like <laughs> underground <laughs> knowledge of Elizabeth Banks yeah. and you know he started off being like oh, you know, she directed and wrote the movies and did you know that Elizabeth Bank was in Coronation Street once? <laughs> and, and we're all just like, like genuinely like, was she in Coronation Street? I didn't know this.
2: What? And yeah, like uh, yeah. it was Like a paramedic. <laughs> <laughs> Losing a mind for like a full oh, like God. 10 minutes. It was worse because then when
0: Eddie looked it up and it was, there was an Elizabeth Banks in Coronation Street. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> I like, everything I've ever known. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, this big Hollywood actress actually came to the UK and was in an episode of Coronation <laughs> Street. Amazing. Like what a weird and wonderful like show to go on. We were all genuinely shocked. Like there was just a moment of just being like, I don't know how to consume this information and then as like you went further down the rabbit hole you were like oh wait uh
2: it's a different Elizabeth Banks it says on the coronation wiki page not to be confused with American actress Elizabeth Banks I was like
3: damn it yeah but I was like still too like (laughs) I was too too shocked to take that part in at first I wonder if American people feel like this because like we get like one actress that we think is in like a show from here and it's like oh my god that's amazing like how do American people think that when like actual good actors and actresses are like in their shows like is that so just, un- just be really t- British and like we have nobody famous here. <laughs> so, some American said on an episode of Curry in the 90s it was like Elizabeth Banks is this? Also Debbie's face right now is going to be everybody's face listening to this. <laughs> just with blank expressions like no what idea. are you talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about? <laughs> But well, poor Debbie, like, had no idea
1: what we were talking about and freaking out about. Oh, yeah, I checked out for 10 minutes, like...
3: Yeah, 10 minutes, I no two ideas. hours. Everybody listening to this podcast right now, checking out, like, I'll come back when Elizabeth Banks and Corey is done. <laughs> Either that or Corey's about to get, like, a really big American following. Listen, it's actually not terrible. I know some American people that watch Coronation Street. I would recommend it if you want a bit of... um british northern elizabeth banks
0: life, <laughs> absolutely amazing i i mean it does beg the question though because we never got to see what the british elizabeth banks looks like
3: <laughs> that's true
0: it did make me wonder you know what other people with the same name as as our pitch perfect actors actresses characters yeah. are out there and what do they do i might have to do a whole episode on that one time <laughs> but it that was actually like be so interesting <laughs> obviously this <laughs> Elizabeth Banks is not the same Elizabeth Banks but at least... yeah I
3: actually tweeted Elizabeth Banks but she had no comment
1: <laughs> 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 I, I
3: feel
2: like when she had two tweets about it like
3: maybe something you should yes. address
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's very
3: important
1: imagine her like tweeting back a photo of her actually being on Cornish
3: Street. <laughs> oh my god can you even imagine <laughs> oh my- <laughs> my just, chance Elizabeth Banks is listening to this podcast, please <laughs> just set this record straight for her. <laughs> Were well, you in Corey? We have <laughs> to know. Because there
2: wasn't a picture of the British woman, so you might well have been in Cory and no one knows. I think she
1: was. In my you heart, I think she was. That's <laughs> the scale, probably.
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hold on to that dream. We got to the end of the quiz. After all of that, and um, where did we come? Second. <gasps> Second. 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 We was... And Second. literally, if you look at the scoreboard, we're literally like one question or maybe two questions off the top. Which I'm more oh, than
3: being really behind. Okay, we got 6156 six points and the winners got 6295. So we were not super far off. Yeah, the
0: guy was literally like, this
3: came down
1: to like the wire... This yeah. came down to the question of the postcards on the wall of the <laughs> video.
3: That is literally it.
1: Like, I'm sorry!
3: <laughs> we were so close. You know, there was like third place was 5976, and then we were 6156. Six. So, yeah, it was all very, very close. But that's pretty good coming second out of 32. Yes. Was yeah. It? Yeah, yeah, which is not terrible, especially 80. when we had a. Uh, Technical, technical thing. glitch.
1: Yeah, yeah. we still so really saw came back from like 18th place, so. Yeah,
3: exactly. I'm pretty we proud of it. We are the Bikulary Combat kids. Exactly. And we're I think that if
1: you we were to do this in person, we, we would have been together, we would have won. Exactly.
2: <laughs> We'd either have won or somebody would have punched somebody else and we would have gotten thrown out.
3: <laughs> no, no, I would have just sold <laughs> when <laughs> it got to the founded thing. I would have not spoken after the founded thing just laid on the floor and just stayed there. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I would
1: have had the phone to enter the answers and would have been yeah. more away from you guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But like in the distance to hear you guys just let us all shout at you exactly (laughs) exactly
0: (laughs) i mean through all the technical difficulties that we came through to go from where we were at 18th to get all the way to second i think is amazing and if we hadn't had that just think of where we would have been points wise i am I think well impressed think we would have
3: been it. very far ahead in points if yeah. we hadn't had the technical thing which is not your fault G. stop sighing s- <laughs> it's not your fault <laughs> all right
0: <laughs>
3: sorry we were, we were very adventurous
0: <laughs> we're trying to get us all on voice chat whilst you're zooming and using your phone like there was yeah, a lot no of technical
3: i was like i'm not doing this anymore no wonder <laughs> it was like that
1: I think it didn't help that we couldn't see the questions.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I appreciate you guys all like banding together as a team. I am impressed with what we did and I'm proud of what we did for Bicloia's Endgame. What was your highlight of the quiz?
3: my highlight was every time we heard our song it yes. was like just very exciting every time it was like that like waiting in to see who would come first in the like quick fire rounds and every time our song came on it was like this little dance party it was so good and then it was so sad when it was not our song
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: i loved how much you you got when it wasn't
2: always you were like ah and i was like
3: Ellie. yeah <laughs> I was just singing along to them, especially because somebody had an ABBA song this last. so it was like, obviously I'm going to sing to ABBA, even though I'm mad. I'm going to like, <laughs> sadly <laughs> sing to ABBA. Have
2: <laughs> you ever heard someone well angrily sing along to ABBA? It's quite the experience.
1: I mean, when it started, like in the first question, I was like, I I didn't know what to expect of a, like an uh, online quiz like that. I think the first question was, uh, what's the name of uh, Becca's roommate? And we were all yelling Kimmy Jin. And I was like, this is going to be a fun night.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that moment of like, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah, (laughs) and it was also like a surprisingly low amount of people got that one right, because you could see how many people got it right and I was like thinking at that point in fact I'm pretty sure I said to you all at that point I was like oh we're gonna like crush these poor people because <laughs> like, they like don't even know like Becca's roommate's name and then it got like deeper into it and I was like well oh, right never mind
2: <laughs> 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 we're gonna crush this get to the first <laughs> of G, never mind yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got to say I, I was a big fan of the comeback I was just like yes this is yeah, what was I was born comeback. for we are the Bacchloe comeback kids and nothing else matters
0: yeah I I must admit when it got to the quote section I was like well invested and the fact that the first three quotes were Chloe quotes I was just like this is just our moment this was like the, this is when B'Chloe's endgame became a proper
2: thing it was just like yeah. yes so good. Every time they said B'Chloe's endgame as well definitely a highlight for me like the confusion on the faces but also like I was like they said
1: it! It was like The whole thing was also just such a like a roller coaster because like when they asked the question and you you know the answer, like with me with the penny thing, I was like, Yes, I know this. And then he said, No, that's wrong. It's like you go from really high to really, really low. <laughs> I would find myself questioning myself, be like, wait,
0: I'm pretty sure I'm right. And I like going through everything, and then you're like, Do you dare say something
2: in case you're wrong?
0: Or well, like I
1: said something. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah very loudly
0: I I was 100%
1: sure that I was right and I looked it up and I was right
0: yeah (laughs) it was like the when was Varden founded question because it did make me go like
2: have I got this wrong we kind of like accidentally opened the floodgate for people correcting them because no one said anything until Ellie like screamed at me put something in the chat about it I was like all right Ellie I'll do it (laughs) and then like it blew up and then every question they got wrong after that like immediately blew up before I could even get anywhere near it and I was like I feel like we started something here. Nobody, mm-hmm. though, questioned him about Elizabeth Banks being in Corrie.
1: <laughs> 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 I think there's a collective,
3: like, believing that. Yeah, we were, like, too shocked. I bet all of those people now that were in that quiz probably believe it too.
1: Later on, like, her personal wiki page will be, um, uh, adjusted. <laughs> yeah. edited, like, edited, like, Elizabeth Banks was in Coronation Street. There's going to be a bunch of people <laughs> literally, like,
0: thinking they've got this great little trivia knowledge to share with people. Final question.
3: Out of all of their screw-ups or like getting things <laughs> wrong, which was the worst one? Founded. Founded is it. always going to be the worst. Mine is always going to be Founded and Debbie's is always going to be Penny.
2: <laughs> I'm so mad about the Stacey thing. I I'm, like, I'm like, you cannot erase Stacey Conrad. Yeah, that is true you think cannot that was... erase a whole character from the series <laughs> how did they not know who said that line it's All one kind of the most iconic lines in the whole series along with he's a hunter like, it's, yeah. like it goes he's a hunter i will do whoever it takes to get us back on top like that bigger that, than cutable I mean. care and e-network
3: that's yes. like third that is like, i stand third. by that third.
2: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like that's up there but it's not as iconic love it well
3: thank
0: you so much for like taking part in the quiz and like coming together and for doing this podcast and like sharing your experiences with just the ups and the downs and the highs and lows
3: oh, of course thank and you the- for introducing us to the quiz and also yeah. for asking us to come on here yeah
2: and scream
0: yeah. about coronation street on a pitch perfect podcast
3: yeah maybe we've got some new fans got some new fans out there It's
0: taking the podcast to new and exciting places here (laughs) on Pitch Labs. So for those who would like to, because I know that you guys all write stuff and you're on Tumblr, if anybody wanted to check out your work, where can they do so? Maybe we start with G and then Debbie and then Ellie.
2: Yes. So um, I'm ridiculously over-obsessed on Tumblr, AO3 and fanfiction.net. It's all the same. So it's really easy to find me anywhere.
1: I am Green weirdo on Tumblr and AO3.
3: I'm Chloe Beale on Tumblr and T-M-Y-L-M on ao 3
1: Fantastic. Thank you so much, guys.
3: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and
0: taking a look at our fan fiction highlights, I've got a whole host of the Chloe fix this week. And I tell you what, there's just quite a bit of fluff in this week's list of stuff. It was just like a really lovely fluffy week. Starting off with probably the most fluffiest fic, and I feel like this one was one of the fluffiest fics I've read recently. I mean, even in the tags it says that it's like tooth rotting fluff. So, you know you're on for a good heartwarming ride. The fic is called Sparks Fly, and it's by Prins underscore C, and the summary says... Becca didn't like cliches. They were unoriginal and overused and so incredibly predictable. But she's also madly in love with Chloe and just a little overworked. So what better way is there for Chloe to get through to Becca than annoying the heck out of her with the most cliched move she could make? And this is a one-shot set in and around Barden. It's in the Barden years. They're living at the Bella's house. It's kind of around Pitch Perfect 2 or the end of Pitch Perfect 2 and Becca and Chloe are kind of in this newly established cute little couple and they're just really loving their time together. They're so cute and there's like a load of like cute moments and it really does feel like This sort of honeymoon period of their relationship, and they're just like still there, and they just love all these little aspects and discovering all these little things about each other. What I really love is they kind of take very typical, kind of uni or college student moments that if you were living in a house together, that you might do. So, like, the girls are having like a games night, and that's all happening, and you get all the little interactions of the Bellas. And then amongst that, you've got this little couple, Bacchloe, and and how they might interact and how they kind of function in the house. But what this also does is, through these little moments, whether they're with the other Bellas or they're on their own and they're watching like a Netflix or something, that they just kind of share little pieces of each other or what they like or what they don't like. And one of the things that seemed to come out of this is Becca just kind of really finds rom-coms quite frustrating because they're so cliched and there's all these romantic moments that are just so overworked and it's just like, why? And so she kind of comments on all of this and not really necessarily into the movies, and it just kind of sparks Chloe's inspiration, I suppose, to uh do something about it. And I loved that because as I was reading through this fic and I was like, I wonder where this is gonna go because I was like totally eating up these cute but Chloe moments and then it just kind of alludes to the fact that Chloe's going to do something and then I was just like on edge waiting for this amazing thing to happen and I love the contrast that you get between Becca and Chloe and you get to feel that in the fact that yes they're this really cute couple and they gel so well together but they are quite opposites in personality and I think that's why they match so well And so Becca's kind of working hard to prepare to leave Barden and she's putting all this work in and she's losing herself in that process. And Chloe then goes out of her way to kind of do this big thing that she's planned to do. And the reactions of both of them, and that's what I loved about this fic, is you had Becca's reaction to what Chloe's doing and then also Chloe's reaction to how Becca reacts and she's very aware of what she's doing and I love just Chloe's just unashamed doesn't care what other people think she's gonna do it anyway and Becca's a bit like people are watching we shouldn't be doing this is this okay and you get this lovely kind of mesh of these two characters. Becca's always the one who wants to kind of keep a cool front and doesn't want to be really obvious out in the open about being too romantic or too cliched whereas maybe behind closed doors she might be a little bit different and so with Chloe just being just so open and out there and just you know this is how she's going to be and she's making a point of being that on purpose and you just see kind of although Beck is taken by surprise and all this stuff's happening I don't think if it was anybody else that Becca would have reacted in the same way, but it's because of the love she has for Chloe that she allows herself to feel more comfortable and enjoy the moment and Chloe being able to coax that out of Becca and just have this really spontaneous moment that they have. It's so cute. Oh, my word. It was so cute. And it just keeps going from that point. I thought it was just gonna be this like one moment, and then that would be it. But no, like the fluffiness continues through the chapter. It's so good. I'm not gonna like describe everything that happens because you have to read it, but it is so worth it. Such a chloe moment when you get the two of them meshing so well together in the way that they do in this amazing moment, and you feel at the end that their relationship is stronger because of it as well. And you're just like, oh, this is amazing. It just makes your day this that much better. So absolutely loved it. And if you just really need a good fluffy fix, this is the fic. The next story I wanted to highlight is called Head and Heart Aren't on the Same Page by Thalito underscore 189. The summary says, This is my soulmate OU. you There are many like it, but this one's mine. Or according to their tattoos, Becca and Jessie are soulmates. But what if the universe got it wrong? This is a multi-chapter story. And I was so intrigued with this one. First off, I am a sucker for soulmate fix. So when I saw this on the list, I was like, Oh my word, I have to read this story. And... I was so pleasantly surprised by this story. I loved it because I suppose there are some soulmate ideas that have been used quite often in fix, and that's absolutely fine. Like I will still read them because I absolutely love soulmate stories, so I I don't care. <laughs> but this one was like a new take on that whole idea, and it works along kind of a very similar line of the idea of having this tattoo on your wrist or something. And then this soulmate tattoo is a thing that's been done quite a few times in different ways. It starts off fairly like normal I would suppose. It's like what you would expect. However, Jesse and Becker are already in an established relationship and clearly just things aren't gelling very well. Some things just not quite working or it's a little bit off. And I can imagine how confusing that must feel, especially for the fact that when you're told, oh, you know, that tattoo matches with somebody else and, you know, that is the best match for you in the whole world, here we go, and you should feel this pull, you should feel this certain way about this person, and it should feel easy and all this stuff. You know, most people, as far as they understand, would only have that happen once, so... How on earth do you compare what you are supposed to feel with what everybody tells you you're supposed to know about your song mate? And so it, it kind of leads Becca down this really tough path of a lot of confusion because like, she cares about Jesse. Jesse's really important in her life, they get on well, but there are some things that don't gel well together. And you do get to see the contrast between Becca and Jesse's personalities. And how sometimes they don't always mesh the best. Especially, I think, Becca's more of a realist and Jesse's quite the dreamer. And so it also means they can't talk effectively about maybe their worries or their issues. And so it just leads to a lot of confusion. And I loved the way that the author described that in the story. It flips between different perspectives as well. Each chapter, it could be Becca or it could be Chloe's perspective, but I really love them just describing the confusion that Becca was feeling with regards to her feelings or thoughts about Jesse not matching up with what everybody's telling you you should feel like. And I think that's quite relatable, especially if you LGBTQ or something like that and being taught to feel a certain way and maybe you don't feel that way at one point and realising that maybe you're different or that you identify to the world in a different way. It was also then interesting getting Chloe's perspective on a number of chapters and seeing like her care for Becca and knowing that Becca's going through a tough time but trying to be there in the right way for Becca, understanding that Becca's got a soulmate so it's not her as much as Chloe wants it to be her and how she deals with that but she's still going to have Becca as the most important thing in her life. And Becca often has this question that kind of runs through the whole story, which is, would you love me if I didn't have a psalmate tattoo? Like, why should these tattoos dictate who we fall in love with? And I think because she doesn't necessarily feel the feelings that she's supposed to feel towards Jessie, it does make her question, well, Jessie, would you love me, Really? If I wasn't your soulmate, if that wasn't a factor, like, would this be different? And it's like a really interesting take on the soulmate AU. Just like threw everything right open and I just found it fascinating. And then what happens through the story as this kind of progresses, it really takes a shift and takes you by surprise just how they've worked through the soulmate Genre and just brought a whole new perspective, and I'd like a fresh take on how this would work. One of my favorite things with the story was the inclusion of Lily. Now, she's not necessarily in it a whole lot, but her impact in the story, I think, is what really ties this all together. And I love the way that they'd written her, that maybe you couldn't hear her all the time, but she has like this important role or message that she's trying to get across or helping things play out to a right conclusion and so you get this like these little like moments you're like something's going on with Lily and you're not sure if it's just because Lily's just a little bit odd in her own unique quirky way or is this a bigger issue and I love like whether it was her actions or things she might have said or just overheard by the Bellas that you realise by connecting all these pieces together, that something bigger was going on here than just soulmate tattoos. So it's really fascinating to kind of get into and I really, really enjoyed it. And the final story I wanted to highlight this week is called Give Me a Shot by Pink Pastels 113 on AO3. The summary says, in which Becca is supposed to get a COVID shot, but instead gets a dose of something far more nerve-wracking. This is also quite a fluffy story, but I loved it. So this is a two-parter. As it says in the summary, this is set in and around kind of a Covid universe. Obviously artistic license is taken in to play and so like I don't know what the restrictions are for everybody around the world, but I loved the idea of it being a story set in this kind of world that we're living in right now. So like a modern Covid world. And how they've worked this really cute story around something that a lot of us are going through at the moment and getting the vaccine. So I was really intrigued how they were going to kind of craft a story around getting your COVID shot. But I was not disappointed. For me, one of the fun things was it starts off with Becca in the waiting room, waiting to get her shot and she's with her best friend Stacy. And so, like, you've got this little almost like a side story of Stacy Conrad as well going on. And they have this great banter between them. I loved the interactions between Stacy and Becca, and it kind of continues on into the second chapter. When Stacy leaves to get her shot, it's then left to Becca. And then you literally have like an awestruck, lovesick Becca for the rest of the pic. Literally, like, as soon as she gets called for her Covid shot, the doctor, coincidentally, is Chloe Beale. And Becca just looks up and sees her for the first time and from that moment, Becca's just lost. I do love it when you read stories where they just, like, immediately get an attraction to someone and are just really awkward. And don't know what to do with themselves. Because I feel like I'm like that. Not necessarily just attracted to someone like all the time. So it just gives me like a peace of mind. That I'm not the only one who just makes a fool of themselves on a m- regular basis. And so from that moment forward it is literally just for awkward Becca. <laughs> I think what makes this story even more fun. Is that you get sort of like Becca's mindset as she's going through this experience. So often she'll kind of... Rebuke herself for her awkwardness or the stupid situations or the stupid things she ends up doing because of what's happening. Or, like, there's a moment where she like trips up and she's like, Great, I've already made a fool of myself. And just having the inner monologue was so much fun. It just reminded me of a reflection of like what I'm thinking often when I just try and go through life. And <laughs> I don't feel so bad now that I have this like awkward monologue going on in my head. <laughs> And taking something as simple as going to get your COVID shot, which honestly doesn't take very long. When I had the first one here, like a few minutes and then you're done. And so I was fascinated with how they were going to take this very short moment and make a whole story around it, especially with Chloe being the doctor. And it was kind of like, this is their meet cute. This is the moment they're meeting for the first time. But how are they going to go any further? Because this is not a long time for you to meet someone and kind of get to the point of maybe swapping numbers or something like that. I loved just how they had crafted the whole story. It just worked. It didn't feel like they were drawing it out any longer than it needed to with regards to how short a COVID vaccine takes or anything like that. It just felt very natural, even, like, the awkward moments or maybe Becca says something that she wasn't going to say out loud or anything like that. It just worked. And then also, I think, the cuteness of taking a chance. Like, when you meet someone new that you potentially are attracted to or you like, and if you don't do something in that moment, they're going to walk out the door and that's it. The moment's gone and you might never see them again you know, would you do something? Would you not do something? And so I loved the kind of tension of that, and it was so much fun to watch it play out. And when I got to the end of the first chapter, I was like, oh, that was amazing. Like, so cute. And I thought that was going to be it, but then there was a second chapter, and I was like, oh my word, I get to, like, go through this again. What is it going to be like next? Because you feel like you've already covered most of what this synopsis says, but there's a whole second chapter which just adds to what happened in the first. It's so much fun. And I think, not to give too much away, I think one of my favourite things as the story continues is you get more Becca and Chloe interactions outside of the doctors, but also you get to see Stacy and Aubrey. Now, we didn't get any insight into how... Aubrey being the doctor taking Stacy to have her shot done how that went we have no idea how Stacy got on having her Covid jab so I loved the little twist in the story as to like how they got on and you get this whole kind of this whole side of things and how maybe their meet cute went because it was the first time for them meeting as well I was not prepared for how they were going to interact with each other, but I loved it. It was so much fun. So just fluffy moments. And it's also quite a fun, funny story. So we got some great fix this week and just some lighthearted ones just to bring you some uplift. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And I'd love to hear from you. If you've ever done a pitch perfect quiz, or do you think you'd ever be any good at doing one? let me know or you can of course get hold of me via our social media accounts we are on tumblr instagram facebook and twitter at pitch pod you can keep up to date with what we're doing and of course drop me a message i'd love to hear from you and of course we have now got a ko-fi account so if you did want to give any support to the podcast you can right there i'll see you next time pitches